Ladies and gentlemen, we got a special one for you tonight. I got my man, first time, long time, Dan Alting on the phone live from Chicago. Dan, how you doing, first of all, buddy? Good, Gavin. Good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, what we're going to do tonight is, at least for your segment, is you were one of the, uh, the lucky Americans to go see the spectacle of the year, at least in terms of man-made spectacles, uh, Mayweather McGregor in Vegas. And we figured if we had boots on the ground in the form of you, Dan Alting, we had to hear the story. So, I mean, first of all, what spurred the decision to go and attend the fight in Vegas? When the, the rumors were floating around that the fight was going to happen, me and me and a couple of buddies just booked flights. Uh, one of them had a family timeshare at the MGM. Ooh. So as far as hotel rooms go, we were covered there. Booked some Southwest flights. Something Ooh. fell through. We could always cancel it. And figure we could, we get on the ground there and see what happened. Fantastic. So you basically said we've got a low-cost way to go to a uh, – a high-cost event. We've got a way to mitigate the damage. Let's do it. Exactly. Have you ever been to Vegas before, one, in general, and two, for a fight or some kind of spectacle like this? Yes to Vegas. No. First fight weekend there. First fight weekend. So I guess, and this wasn't a planned question, but what's the biggest difference, whether it's energy or feel or whatever, between a regular trip to Vegas and then a fight night trip to Vegas? I mean, you've been to Vegas before, you know the... I know the drill, the I've never been for a bus. fight. I've never been for a fight, but I know what's going on. I, I mean, this was, I think, different than other fight weekends, from because my buddy had been to other fights before, okay. other stuff before. This felt like the Southie St. Patrick's Day Parade times about a thousand. <laughs> really? It was just, it was... 85, 9% McGregor people. Okay. And then the money team people walking around as well. So you'd say even though it's Floyd's hometown, it was 85% McGregor, pro McGregor fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was green everywhere. Green at the pools, green at the clubs, green. So it was like selfie in the desert. Correct. Okay, that's phenomenal. Dan, fake band name of the week, selfie in the desert. I love it. That's nice. That is nice. Um, All right. This is a really loaded question because there's probably a million answers, but overall, craziest thing that you saw in your time, if you had to sum it up with, like, one thing. Yeah. So, I don't know if you saw the video that went viral Saturday morning of what seemed like an Irish mob outside of a bar, one of the bars at the MGM. Okay. I did not see it. I left. Okay. It, it was floating around Saturday morning where there was probably... 3,000 Irish people uh-huh. in the lobby of the MGM just dancing, <laughs> drinking. I left Hakkasan walking back to my room and, and walked directly through through that. So it was like a big old dance party that went viral. Was, like, yeah, yeah. And in, in walking through that, do you have to like, in some ways, pretend you're part of the deal or were you just walking through all business? No, you have to, you got to, you got to uh, fit in a little bit. You got to fake it to make it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you got to jump around. You you work your way through the crowd, and you you get out as quickly as possible. Would you say um, the collective favorite band of that throng of people? Going to give you three choices: House of Pain, uh, Tin Lizzy, <laughs> or uh, the Dropkick Murphys. Which way do you think they were going? 
just on that crowd, I'd go with Dropkick Murphys. Got it. So it was like a real Boston, Boston Irish crowd. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. However, Good. there were, it was, I think they were legit, I, you know, people from Ireland who had traveled. For there sure. A lot of accents. A lot of accents. Phenomenal. That's great. Okay. So you get there, or the fight's Saturday night. You get there Friday? Yeah, Friday morning. Okay. So between when you landed and either did or did not play slots at the airport, and when the fight started, highlight of the pre-fight best activity? Uh, Wet Republic on Saturday was fantastic. And that's like an outdoor pool party? What's that? Yeah, it's a pool party at MGM. So we went there. Um, one of the guys opted not to have dinner with us, to sit with us for dinner on Friday night, but just crushed four martinis before rolling into into. I'll so. tell you what, a really good way to get ready to gamble is to have four <laughs> martinis on an empty stomach. Yeah, it, it worked. Nothing it says worked. shrewd decision maker like four sheets to the wind and no no hamburgers in the belly. I love it. Yeah. How did he do? This did he do also, well? No. <laughs> He's also the one who forgot what room we were in and didn't pass out at the, the blackjack table at like 4, 3.30, 4 o'clock. P.M. A.M. Okay, so at least he made it through midnight. Okay, good. He did. He did. Um, security asked him if he was staying at the room. He gave the wrong wrong room format number. Ooh, that's bad. And then they just let him wander around until he eventually found his way when found his way back. I think he got back at six thirty. Yeah, and they 6, don't make those hotels easy to remember where your room was on purpose. I can I can tell you that from experience right. for sure. Well, yeah. Well, we were at the MGM like the. The signature towers or whatever, it's where the timeshares are. Okay. Which are about a mile and a half from like the actual MGM of just a oh, tunnel. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're hammed after falling asleep at yeah. a blackjack table. Yeah. Uh real quick question about this Liquid Republic pool party. Um one of the phenomenons of, of main mainly Vegas, some other places, but I think it's most celebrated in Vegas, is women at pools wearing high heels. Um, what would you say the ratio of high heels to non high heels was in people who were, you know, sunbathing or swimming? Um, not many swimmers. Okay. Pool, pool was pretty empty. Okay. Well, not empty, but people weren't in there to swim. They were in there to probably just pee. Um, (laughs) high heels to non high heels were probably about three to one. So mainly everybody, it's just a phenomenon that, that really only speaks to Vegas pools, which is. Yeah. I'm not I'm not planning on going in the pool anyway, so I'm gonna wear high heels in my bathing suit. It's a hell of a it's a hell of a thing. It's just a hell of a thing. It is. Another fun story from there were the forty-nine dollar vodka lemonades. Forty-nine dollar? Yeah. Because you almost have to get at least one, right? Right. Yeah, I mean you have to just to see if it's worth it, which it, it wasn't. But. It was not. I also not surprised on that. Also enjoy how they gave you a deal and it was forty nine dollars instead of fifty because it just sounds so right. much better. Exactly. Because 50 is definitely the apex of the price point. No one would buy it then, right? <laughs> <laughs> it gives the, wait, the, waiter, the waiter or the waitress a built-in $1 tip. Right. All right. Let's go to the Which fight. I really appreciate it. Yeah, let's go to the fight. Highlight of the fight, and I don't mean like for, the fight itself is fine, but, you know, the best moment, whether it's the crowd, the intros, pre-fight stuff, what do you, what do you like? What, what, was, what sticks out? So what stuck out was probably the three to 4,000 empty seats in the arena. Okay, were they mainly up high, or were they everywhere? Or? Yeah, well, we were, so, 
one of the guys that was there has we didn't pay for our tickets were comped. Mm. So one of my buddies has has some connections and was able to we didn't know we had tickets till about four o'clock Saturday afternoon. This guy, like I we, love it. Um so we were probably in the second or third row of the second deck. Okay. There's only two there's only two levels in that arena. Okay, so and you're in the second or third row. row of the second deck. Yeah. Okay. Um obviously pre we got there. The end of the second to last undercard fight. Okay. So we got there the fight. Then there was the car, the, the fight right before, and then the Mayweather fight. Yeah. Um, stadium was pretty empty when we got there. Yeah, I looked that uh, on TV. I mean, it wasn't the main event yet, so it didn't look terrible. Right. But and then it, I mean, it slowly filled in on the floor. But I'd say the the deck we were in was probably sixty percent full, seventy okay. percent full. So there's a lot of empty seats. Um, and what does that place hold? Like that place holds like twenty five thousand or so. Not like, even that. So I think that much. I'd say like twelve to fifteen. Oh, it's that small. Okay, wow. Yeah, okay. it's tiny. Okay, um, so that that stood out to you. What else kind of stood out to you? So the highlight. I don't know if they show this on TV or not. Um, McGregor got announced first, walked out first, and immediately switched into Mo Money Mo Problems as soon as he got in the ring. Huh. Huh. Which was incredible. Which I thought was just incredible. I didn't know that, that happened. I don't think I didn't notice that in the intros at all. Wow! He did the the usual slow walkout thing, you know, whatever, and then switched into that and was just laughing in the ring. Like he, I mean, he knew what was going to happen. I think. Yeah. But he was also going. You know, he knew he was getting a massive paycheck. Yeah, which is never a bad thing. I mean, he, right. it does put him in a new tax bracket. That's pretty cool. Right. Um, all right. So, crowd was overwhelmingly for McGregor. Is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the first three to four rounds, which he clearly won, yep. the crowd, was, it was electric. It was, you know, the chance, everything cheering, and then, you know, things slowly started shifting the other way. Yeah, Floyd so. Floyd definitely started to become a lot more active after the, into the fifth round and then obviously yeah. beyond. Uh, are you, really quickly, I didn't plan to ask you this, are you more of a boxing guy, more of an MMA guy, or not really that much of either, but this spectacle was just too much to, to withstand? I'm a, I'm a boxing guy. You are I'm okay. A guy. Yeah. So being a boxing guy, did you did you feel like it was it was Floyd's fight to lose regardless? Yeah, I mean, I think the the, the lines on the fight kind of dictated that and kind of knew um, where things were headed. If I'm surprised the fight, I was expecting the fight to go 12 rounds and Floyd just doing his usual thing, dancing around. Yeah, win a decision. Win, win on decision. Yeah. Um, you know, I bet on McGregor. I bet on McGregor in a uh, first four round knockout because that's where you know the money was going to pay out. Yeah, the money was there for that. Which I assumed I'd lose anyways, but just to make it interesting. Yeah, um, for sure. So McGregor showed a lot more, I think, than people expected him to. Um, yeah, he did. Now, do you think? Do you think that Floyd kind of let him, or do you think McGregor? I mean, I, I'm thinking it's a little bit of both. But what are your What are your thoughts? Do you think how much do you think Floyd was letting him put on a show, and, and how much do you think it was McGregor really surprised Floyd and everybody else? I think a little both. Um, if you watched Mayweather after the fight, the plan was to just let him swing himself out for the first five rounds, yep. and then just get him tired and, and take it from there. Yep. Floyd was also doing. I don't know if he was going for a disqualification, but every time they tie up, he just turns back to McGregor. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he got him a couple times in the back of the head, which you can't do. But 
I don't know if that was something that they put in because I'd never seen Mayweather do well, that. Well, never done that, but it was very interesting because Connor's first instinct was to try to hit him and hammer, do the hammer yeah. punch, which you can't do either. Um, they, he got him a couple times in the first two rounds. The ref warned him, but correct, um, yeah. Gotcha. Well, anyway, I thought it was interesting to see Floyd actually. I know he didn't technically finish him, but it, or he did yeah. technically finish him. He didn't actually. He was finish him. about to finish. him. He was. I mean, I was sitting there with a bunch of guys yelling, "He's out on his feet!" Because the guy did look like he's out on his yeah. feet, and I know that he tried to claim that happens in his MMA matches too. But you know, he's at minute thirty-two, not minute twenty-two, yeah. so he's never right. been that far. Ref did the right thing. All right, post-fight, whether it's going out, walking back, what's the highlight there in terms of the aftermath? Yeah, the walking back was interesting with, I mean, just the Vegas street conglomerate of people you run into there mixed with 12,000 people leaving the arena. <laughs> um, the, the, so one of the things which was interesting after the fight is the MGM's the only place in Vegas you could watch the fight. Oh, so they black it out. They, they blacked it out everywhere else. Um, so talking to people at the casino at the bar whatever afterwards a lot of people found you know streams online watched it online somehow you know because the sports book at mgm was charging i think 160 dollars cover to get in wow 160 um let me get this straight you got free tickets to the fight through through a hookup and some poor saps had to pay 160 to watch it on tv that's phenomenal swing right there that right there covered the bet you lost on mcgregor that's amazing exactly um the other thing which I don't think got highlighted enough on this is the big three championship game was in, Ve- in Vegas that Saturday as well. It was. Which also added more of the McGregor crowd to the total mix of... Yeah, for those of you who don't know who are listening, the, the big three is Ice Cube's brainchild. It's three-on-three basketball, all kind of NBA, retired NBA players, essentially. And it's th- sad to watch. It is. It didn't look good on TV. I... You know, it's it's ingenious. They put it on in the summer because even if you see the you see the reruns and you're like, okay, it's you know it's eight thirty on a Monday night. There's nothing on. It's August second. I'm gonna watch, yeah. and I'm like, oh my god, half these guys weren't good when they were in the league, and they're definitely not good now. And the other half right. were good in the league, and they're terrible now. I mean, when Charles Oakley, who when last scene was getting thrown out of Madison Square Garden for trying to taunt owner James Dolan. It's one of the better players in the league at like 55 years old. He still looks great, by the way. That's a problem for the quality of the league, just saying. Well, that and Iverson was one of the co-founders and was suspended for being at a Chicago casino and missing one of the events. I mean, we're not talking about practice this time, Alan. We're talking about a game. We're talking about a game. So, so, that I mean, we were walking to the pool Saturday morning because the... uh, the championship was at the MGM. Yep. And there's just a long line of people waiting in this lobby and we're like, what, what is going on? Why are people waiting in line at 10, 30, 11 o'clock in the morning? Oh my God, yeah. To, to get into wherever and it was to get into the, the finals. There. Absolutely, absolutely. That's fun. Okay, so what do you think about, would you go back to Vegas for a fight again? Uh, a big fight. I, don't, I mean, I don't know, looking at the boxing landscape, I don't know what the next What is it going to be? Right, okay. Yeah. Well, this goes into my next question, though, which is, do you think Mayweather will box again? He said after the fight, no. I mean, 15-0 is a pretty it's a great number. round number to, stay at, to stop at. And, you know, if he was boxing or fighting a real boxer, I don't know how he would have done. Yeah. Um, you know? But if somebody puts $400 million in front of him again, it's probably tough to say now. Well, yeah, and it'll be tough to get. But, all right, now what do you think about Will McGregor box again? I think 
he, I, I would say yes. I do too. I think that's probably the path he'll he'll take. Um, I haven't seen anything come out about his plan one way or another. Right. I mean, he always said in MMA that his goal is to get in, get rich, and get out. Right. He's clearly covered the getting rich part here. Correct. He's got to work on his so, exit strategy, but yeah. I mean, he was also making what? I mean, not that it's chump change, but four or five million dollars a fight in MMA. Correct. He made a hundred million here. Right. To work for nine rounds and get, you know, right. really, I mean, you know, he got a good workout in. He got really even more famous. He got yep. a couple good shots in and he got his name out there even further. What's amazing is that he brought all the clout to the table, but it was the fighting of Floyd in a sport he'd never been involved with at the professional level right. that easily gave him a 20 times bigger than his biggest payday, payday, right? Right. So to me, yeah. I don't think it's a question of if he's going to box again. I think to your point, it's kind of when and who. And I think he'll yeah. probably defend one, if not both, of his belts in MM and UFC. Yeah. Whether he wins or loses. I mean, the thing about USC is almost nobody walks away clean in the UFC. Yeah. I right. think in boxing, especially if you're a UFC guy, he's at least got one more big payday in him if he can pick a fight with somebody else. Um, yeah. I don't think he wants any part of the winner or the loser of Canelo Triple G this weekend or yeah, in two weekends. But um, he's certainly – I don't know. I think he can go after another has-been, something like that, um, yeah. and that might work for him for sure. Yeah, I mean, if he can, he can weasel another $60, $70 million payday out of somebody. Well, that's it. I feel like, you know, for instance, I, I don't think I would pay to watch him fight Manny Pacquiao. I think Pacquiao's too slow, nah. too old, too past his prime, too little, to be honest, at this point. Right. But, you know, I'd be interested to see, and again, a boring fighter, but like the 52-year-old Bernard, the executional <laughs> Hopkins, is a bigger dude. He's yeah. a bigger dude than McGregor. Um you know, someone like Roy Jones Jr., who's clearly been washed up for a long time, but, you know, who's, you know, yeah. always likes to fight, even though he's like 45 now. I think if you gave him kind of like a Rocky Balboa and Rocky Six, like a 50-year-old Rocky type, and then again, it's not going to be 100 million, but it, it would probably be 50, which is still a hell of a payday. Yeah. I mean, well, we'd take it. Yeah, I would, yeah, I'd get punched in the face for 50 million. Um, <laughs> I mean, outside of Barney Stone, it's happened far less. I was going to say, uh, we've all been punched in the face for far less. Let's just do it for some money this time. The the interesting thing is the fight before theirs was kind of Floyd's understudy. Yes. I think coming up the same. I mean, he's Floyd Jr. if you just watched it. He looked good. I watched his whole fight. A lot, lot of neck tattoos, which really stood out. Got to have those. Um, Got to have them. So to, and he's apparently the next up and coming too. Does he roll into a fight with McGregor somehow? Yeah, I mean, I look at probably Floyd as a Floyd the promoter. Yeah. Well, certainly because these guys have beef. If he's part of the promotional tour, yeah, then I think you got a real shot at generating enough interest to get everybody paid yeah. at least twenty five million. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, and uh, the whole undercard was Floyd. Floyd guys, too. Correct. He promoted the whole thing, right? What do you think about uh, – last question for you. This Canelo-Triple G fight, what do you got? Who do you got? Any I thoughts? Like Triple G. You do? I like Triple G in this one, yeah. Yeah, I find like, you know – and I know it was four or five years ago, and I know Floyd was a different fighter, and so was Canelo. Canelo was very young at the time. Yeah. But, you know, Floyd beat Canelo, and Floyd's beating everybody. And Triple G is a much stronger puncher than Floyd, obviously. Yeah. I mean, Canelo is much better than he was. I think it will go the distance, but but I do think Triple G. I, I like your yeah. call there. So it's not one I'll buy. I mean, I'll, I'll follow along and you know whatnot. But Correct. What do you think about the last question? What do you think about the Takate commercials with 
Canelo Alvarez and Sylvester Stallone. It threw me off a little bit the first. I mean, yeah, it's a lot of a lot of cultures clashing at, at the same time. There, it's a, it is a hell of a marketing campaign, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, hey man, filmbusterfreestyle.com. Happy to have our buddy Dan Alting on. It's been it's been too long to have you on, man. So we're glad you could come in with a splash. Tales from Vegas. It was it was a weekend. It was, <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a long forty eight hours. I like spent a week there one night, right? Yeah. Uh, all right, man. Stick around. We'll catch up. Everybody else, filmbusterfreestyle.com. To those affected by any of the hurricanes that have happened or are happening, batten down the hatches. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you soon.